Money Fantasy. Uh, it's our third episode now that we've, we're back for the season, the 2021-2022 season. And today we're going to be doing third round draft picks. Um, I'm Romeo and Slum is your other uh, <laughs> host here. So yeah, let's get to it. Hey everybody. So uh, yeah, I think we're just going to go through our usual rankings for every year. We are currently on the third round. Um, I guess no major updates uh, player-wise. Actually, Wiggins got his vaccine. Yeah. So can somebody you can add him to your third round list. I know he's there. Oh, 100%. Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie didn't show up to practice today, so I think it's all but confirmed that he's not vaccinated. Yeah. Crazy. He can't even practice with the team at home. That's... Oh, okay. Not by his choice, basically. It's the... Because of... Really? That's weird. Like, well, I guess it makes sense, right? If, if you're not going to let them play, you can't let them practice either. Yeah. So... <laughs> but yeah, I think Kyrie's uh... not even on your list yet. Yeah, I don't know if he's even going to make the third round. Uh, well, I do know if he's going to make the third round or not. So, um, I guess we can uh, let's get to it then. <laughs> if he gets vaccinated, then yeah, before the draft. But I wouldn't be drafting him, I don't think. Um, we're still in this lingo before we start. But yeah, uh, do you have the first pick today? Number pick 25? I think you're doing the first one. Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah. Well, my 25th pick is uh shea julius alexander um i think he's in line for a pretty big year he's going to be the focal point on the oklahoma city thunder um he's 100 percent healed and yeah uh he's already shown that he's a really smart basketball player and the okc is obviously in rebuild mode so they're going to give him all the run that he can get so and he does a bit of everything. He he chips in on assists. He chips in on rebounds. He has decent points. And uh, the defensive stats aren't too bad either. So uh, if he's there in the third round, I don't mind picking him. I think he can get up to be a 1-1-1 one, one, one guy. Uh, one steal, one block, one three uh, at least. And good stats, uh, good percentages all around. So that's what I like to see in my players. Okay, a little bit. It's not bad, but uh, I think you're forgetting someone before him. Uh, for my 25th pick, uh, the first and the third round, I took the Don Mitchell. Interesting. Pr- pretty much you, his role is going to be the same as this year. Um, I think he's currently already better than SGA. Like, he hits like, three threes a game, averaging 26 points last season, five assists, and he already averages one steal uh, compared to SGA who's like he's good don't get me wrong but uh, he hits two threes and 23 points six assists and like 0.8 steals so Donovan Mitchell's already a little better he can still get maybe a little better so um, I, I think Donovan Mitchell just because of his elite uh, three point shooting um, free throws points and uh, he's clearly the number one option on the Jazz. Uh, my 26 pick, so the second and the third round, I took actually Shai Gilgis-Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. um, 
yeah, he's he's definitely up here, but I just think Donovan Mitchell's better than him by a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so shy here for the exact same reasons that you said. Uh, hopefully, he is fully healed, doesn't get injured, and takes another step in the right direction like he did last season. Yeah, yeah, I think he has a bit of room to improve, which is why I would be taking him over Mitchell. I uh, just like him better. Um, and he's Canadian. And the field goal percentage, obviously. Yeah, and the Canadian. <laughs> that probably adds to it a lot, too. Um, for my 26th pick, I went with uh, Zach Levine. Um, he's a little bit unknown this year just because there's a lot of pieces coming. Um He's going to have to work like he has to work with Lonzo Ball now, uh, DeRozan and Vucevic, so that's a lot of usage players there, uh, which means his assists might even come down a bit, um, points, uh, but it also might help his uh, efficiency in turnovers. He already shot a really good field goal and free throws. Um, the one thing that he's missing in his line is his steals, so hopefully. He can at least get those up to one. But yeah, he's a, you're not going to find these kind of points much for much longer at this point in the draft. So I like Zach Levine here in the third round. Yeah, uh, yeah I had him ranked earlier, but uh, I guess before you go to your next player, I, I've done a couple of mock drafts, and I see that Zach Levine is dropping to like the fourth round. Not too sure if that's like a legitimate thing or is it just the draft i've been kind of encountering a lot it seems like a lot of people are avoiding him in like the first two rounds yeah uh, even three and uh, like obviously he has he is an unknown at this point but he was he was still playing pretty well with Vucevic there i know uh the mars there now too but it, you think he really dropped to like the fourth round yeah um i think he's a bit of a he's a good pick in the fourth round um it's worth we might be drafting him a bit early with how much he is unknown. Um, he might drop to the third or fourth round, so that's probably why he's dropping in, dropping in Yahoo drafts. But I still trust him enough to hold up decent value. Like Even if the points fall off a bit, at least he's got good percentages. Yeah, because I know last year he was like a clear-cut second-rounder. Um, this year, I don't mind going one round lower for him just because of you know, the new team structure. <laughs> I think fourth is way too low. I think if you see him the fourth, you, you kind of have to grab him, right? There's can't really let him go further. But yeah, I don't know what's up with these mock drafts. Like, I'm not sure if it's a good representation of what's going on. Does he really deserve to be a fourth rounder? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't man. Know. I, I think he's a third round, like at worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see him dropping that crazy, I guess. Yeah. But um, for my 27th pick. Wait, did you? Well, who was your twenty-six pick? Um, my twenty-six pick was. Oh shit! Shy. Yeah. Okay, so my twenty-seventh pick is actually Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> um, oh, for all the reasons you said, uh, he's pretty close to these guys. Zach Levine, Shay, they're all kind of like pretty similar. Um, they there's a little wiggle room depending on what kind of build you want to go, but yeah. I, for all the reasons you had him, uh, I got him here right at the top of the third. Hmm, interesting, very interesting. Because I actually had it uh, in mind as Levine goes before uh, Mitchell and SGA, and you have uh, SGA going before 
both Levine and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, we got them all swapped, but they're all in the yeah. same area, so. Yeah, I, I still trust that Levine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so for my 27th pick, I took Julius Randle. Um, I think he had a breakout season last year. Um, I think whoever drafted him probably got like a ton of value for where they got him. I think he's still the number one option on uh, the New York Knicks. I don't, I don't see that really changing. The only thing I've heard that he's been practicing with his uh, right hand because he's been he's only plays left handed during the season. So I heard he's been practicing the right hand. So defenses can't lock him down like uh, like they did last season and uh, in the postseason. Uh, he's a power forward center that gets you a lot of assists. So um, you know it's it's hard to find. He shoots threes. Which is also hard to find for a center. So um, he's kind of like a unique center. It gives you threes, averaging over 20, 10 rebounds, six assists, um, 0.9 steals, and 0.3 blocks. So I think if he ups that steal to just even like one flat, you know, he can do it. Um, you know, the Knicks are a defensive team. So I think he can definitely improve on that. Uh, yeah, I think he's a solid th- third rounder right there. Um, for my 28th pick, I have Christian Wood. Um, I know last season I I didn't believe in him at all, but then nope. uh, he's he also proved me wrong. Man, you've been doubting him since his breakout on Detroit. I remember we were arguing who was going to be the better pickup, him or that other guy that you had, <laughs> Doctor Doom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that, that Doom bias. Like I haven't seen him since. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think on the Houston Rockets, Christian Wood sh- should be number one B option, one A. He's definitely the one A, one B um, there. Um, I don't know who he's gonna probably be sharing offensive possessions with. I've got a guess like Jalen Green. It's gonna also be a focal point there, so we'll see. But I'm pretty confident Christian Wood is still gonna be the number one option. Um, last season he was really good when he played. Kind of like Anthony Davis, I would say. Um, put up 21 points, uh, nine rebounds, and 1.2 blocks. So, you know, kind of like a, a uh, low, I guess, a weaker version of Anthony Davis. The only thing is, he does get injured a lot. Yeah. So that's the concern with him there. But I think uh, if he plays 75% of his games, I think he's definitely worth a spot at the 28th pick. Interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah, they also have Kevin Porter Jr. there, but yeah, Wood should be the focal point, like one of the main yeah. three guys there for sure. Yeah, um, I think he's top two, even with Kevin Porter. Like, I just don't know who the one. I, I don't like. I just don't know who the one A or one B is. It's gonna be a time. It's gonna be like a share. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Should be. Should be interesting to see how that works out. Um, yeah. Kind of like Kevin Porter Jr. this year a bit. Should yeah, same. Um, so you got Randall and Christian, Christian Wood, Wood, the Woodman. Um, it's good to see Wood there. Happy that you're on to that <laughs> Christian Wood game now. Yes. Um, so my 28th pick, um, I know you've had this guy a bit higher, but I went Brown. Um, 
you know, we talked about him last episode a lot. Uh, there's not much to be said. He, You think he's kind of like a Tatum Jr., which is pretty true for the most part. I just think Tatum has uh, higher upside, much higher upside, and he's just the number one option. Um, and he does everything Jalen Brown does, but just a bit better. Um, enough to warrant him to drop down to the third round here. Um, but yeah, you kind of sold me on him a bit, and I think this is probably a better spot for him in the third round here. You're going to uh, take him in a second. I just know it. <laughs> we'll see. Wait till, wait till we'll see. Right? <laughs> you want to hear that to, bottom? Maybe watch. just to piss you off if I'm right about, like, above you. <laughs> watch. At, at, like, the <laughs> bottom of the second round, I, you're going to take him 100%. <laughs> if, you're, if you're coming around the corner, maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> um, so my, 20, my 29th pick, I went with uh, Russell Westbrook. Um, I don't love having him. Uh, I, you know, I rarely ever end up with him just because he goes a lot higher than I think he should go most of the time. Uh, the efficiency has always been a big problem with him. You're pretty much punting free throws and field goal and turnovers with him, which I hate doing all three of my teams. Um, his threes aren't strong for a guard. You're what you're really looking for in him is you're getting a ton of assists, a ton of rebounds, a ton of um, points and steals. But I don't think it's usually worth the drop-off in the percentages and just efficiency. Um, So, yeah, I have him here in the third round. I think, you know, if you have the right team build, you might be able to make use of him at this point. But I'm usually not aiming to grab him too often in my drafts um but yeah i don't know if you can deny that <laughs> those huge assists and rebounds and we don't know if they're going to be that high on uh lakers which is kind of scary especially with lebron like is he really going to play um have the ball in his hands as much as he did definitely not with lebron there so yeah okay um I think that's a good spot for a Westbrook, because I also have him at twenty nine. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think Westbrook, like you said, he's kind of build dependent. A uh, lot to build. You should probably avoid him. Um, not. It's. I don't know. He just makes very bad decisions when he plays. Like he takes pretty crappy shots. Pretty. Uh, he takes. Just really bad shots, like when you watch him play. And I think that's that's what irks me um, a lot, especially when you have him as an owner. Like I had him last season. Um, doesn't really change the way he plays. Like even if he goes zero for ten, he's just gonna keep shooting from that spot, thinking he's gonna make the next one. So it really kills you there. Uh, he's really shit at free throws for a point guard. So like he's basically plummeting both your percentages. Not that great at shooting threes. He chucks too many. Doesn't hit as much uh and yeah that's the, and, and he has high turnovers so he's basically punting like three categories off the bat with him um and with lebron there like you said i don't lebron doesn't do point guards any favor so if lebron's on the court i feel like he's gonna dominate the ball handling 
The only wishful thinking you have is that they alternate rest days type of thing. Or if LeBron gets injured, it's going to be a Westbrook show. So those are the, so you kind of have like a handcuff with Westbrook if uh, you know anything happens to LeBron or if they do some sort of rest resting. But just know that Russ Westbrook may also rest because he's kind of at that stage of his career, the way especially the way he plays. So yeah, man, I, honestly, this season I think his his points I feel like they're going to probably drop to like just twenty or under. His rebounds. I don't think he's an average 11. I think he's be closer to 9 this season. And the assists, I feel like will definitely plummet. It's going to be like 8. So he'll be like a, he'll be like a light triple-double. Like I think I'll I just talked myself into putting him lower, to be honest. But Yeah. yeah. He, like he plays hard, don't get me wrong, but uh, he needs to... He just needs to think a little bit before he does certain things. <laughs> Maybe like, his efficiency will come up with LeBron. I mean, that's... I I don't know. He's just not that great of a shooter. It's, I don't think it's that he needs open shots. It's just that he shouldn't be taking shots. Is <laughs> the problem. So, yeah. He's going to be like a light triple-double most games, I feel. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think... I don't see LeBron really boosting him here, to be honest. So... Yeah, 29, but very, very build-dependent. My 30th pick is Devin Booker. I know last season he was ranked like super high, like end of the first round type of guy, and he ended up being a complete bust. This season, I don't really see what he's been doing uh, to change. I think this is like his sixth, seventh year in the league or something, right? So I think it's time to stop with the upside. This is what you see with Devin Booker is what you're going to get, especially with Chris Paul there leading the offense. Um, he'll, he'll be good for points, threes, and he'll chip in some assists, but you know he's not good defensively. He doesn't get you defensive stats. His threes, I think, have taken a hit. He's averaging only 1.9, which I think is not as good as it was in previous seasons. Um, he'll be good at field goals and free throws, but... Uh, yeah, I think the upside's gone from Devin Booker. This is kind of what you're going to get, so he's my 30th pick. Yeah, Devin Booker, he's, you know, you're, you're kind of counting on CP3 um, resting or getting hurt, which isn't completely out of uh, the question. It's just he is on that vegan diet now, and he's been pretty solid since then, so, you know, I don't know. Um, I ended up trading for. Booker last year, and he kind of he almost made me make playoffs. I forget who I got him for, but uh, he ended up picking it up a bit more at the end of uh, near near the end of last season, which helped a lot. Uh, anyways, for my thirtieth pick, I went with uh, Chris Middleton. Uh, I've always had a bit of a, a hard on for Chris Middleton uh, since the early early fantasy days like my first year I had him my second year I had him my third year I picked him up when he came back from a hamstring or injury early and he helped me win a league um so I do favor him a bit I know a lot of people think he's it's kind of basic uh there's not a ton of upside there because you know he's not gonna you know he's not gonna get any better than he is he is who he is at this point um which is which is fine in the third round. If you took some big risks earlier, it might be 
good to aim for Middleton, knowing that you have a solid third round guy. Um, his percentages are solid. Uh, efficiency's good. And yeah, he'll hit two threes a game, 20 points, a steal, and six and five rebounds and assists. Yeah, he doesn't hurt you anywhere, and he just, you know, he'll up your team. He does have games, especially when Giannis sits, he pop, he tends to pop off. So, you know, some weeks he can win you the week. Uh, so, yeah, I got Chris Milton. Or, yeah, 30. For pick 31, I actually have Christian Wood. Um, you know, everything you said, he's like a Anthony Davis light. Um, and he really should have the reins to this team this year. Um, next to Kevin Porter Jr. and Jayshon Tate, you know, maybe, a, you know, a little bit. But for the most part, it's just going to be him and Porter and a bit of Jalen Green near the end of the year. So I think Wood has a – he can knock this draft uh, position out of the park. You know, he could be a first – potentially a first-rounder if he really um, lasts the whole year. Um, if he gets those blocks up a bit, a steal a game two threes the one thing that's kind of like a lot of people don't notice about him is his free throws aren't great um it's probably not a necessarily you have to punt free throws with him but it might be a decent idea to he's only shooting 63 percent on almost five attempts so he'll definitely hurt you a bit there and that's why i think he is uh so low but other than that you know he's pretty solid Uh, who was your 30th and 31st pick again? Uh, my Booker. 30th was Devin Booker, um, but I didn't get 31st yet. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think you just did your 31st, right? With yeah. Christian Wood. Yeah, Christian Wood was my 31st pick. Yeah. I didn't get to him yet. Um, yeah, I'll get to him now. Uh, my 31st pick is Michael Porter Jr. Pretty sure you already had him ranked last uh, last episode, so um, he finally made it to my list. Um, pretty much the same reasons as as what we discussed. He's going to be the second option while Jamal Murray is injured. Um, his efficiency is great. Um, gets you points, which I expect him to be like over 22 this season. His threes, um, I, I, I can see him hitting three threes a game, uh, the way he plays, and his he's he gets a lot of rebounds. Um, especially playing beside Jokic. Uh, the only thing is, hopefully you can get average one block or at least one steal, and uh, it'll definitely be worth it grabbing him here. I know you had him much earlier, but... Uh, and also, he's he's like a hard vaccine denier, so I was a little surprised you actually ranked him up there above Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Which, well, I still don't uh, even have Kyrie on my list. Yeah, I, I think that definitely needs an explanation to why you would rank Porter Jr., Above Kyrie, considering they're both unvaccinated. Just because uh, Kyrie has to miss all his home games, whereas um, they don't have that rule yet in Denver. Oh, true, true. Okay, Uh, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, honestly, like, the vaccine thing is just, like, too hard to predict. Like, you just never know. Michael Porter Jr., he might end up, you know, Denver might just, like, implement that exact same rule, and then, bam, he gets dropped too, right? Yeah. I'm just kind yeah, of keeping all the... gets dropped for sure. 
I'm just grouping all the unvaccinated people into like the same group, kind of, <laughs> just like just in case this rule pops up randomly. Then drop them, basically. You're saying. Yeah. 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 My yeah, ratings I... right now kind of take that. It. I mind just taking into account the information we have now. So yeah. Obviously, okay. if um that rule pops up, Porter Jr. drops off the map, and if Kyrie Irving ends up being vaccinated, then he he's back to being a second rounder. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like these two guys are. The only two that are like hard nose. Yeah. Like, as far as we know. As far as we know, I know Bradley Beal's kind of up there, but he seems kind of iffy. I feel like he's possibly going to get it before the season starts. I think so too. Yeah, but Kyrie and MPJ seem to be like sticking to their guns, and I think they're really not going to get it no matter what. Yeah. Especially Kyrie. Especially Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, my thirty-second pick, I have Lamelo Ball. I think you also have him already ranked. Oh, a yeah. bit about Porter Jr. too. I love him in a punt assist build. That guy just takes shots all day. But yeah, sorry. Uh, Lamelo. Yeah, he, he's a, yeah. Michael Porter Jr. is definitely a jacker. Like like <laughs> no shot is a bad shot for him. Yeah. Um, but he just needs to play some better on court defense so that the coach keeps him <laughs> in. For sure. But yeah, I took a Lamelo at uh, thirty two. Um, you already have him ranked, so you know, like I, I definitely see the growth. That he can achieve, I, I feel like the 20, 20 points, it, it'll be tough. I don't see it yet. I'm probably gonna say like nineteen. It's gonna be this season's average for him. Not not because he's not gonna get a lot of shots, but because of his inefficiency. So he'll, he'll take shots. He'll he'll miss quite a bit. He's only forty one percent from the field. They added Kelly Oubre Jr. to the team, so that's another mouth that's. Gotta be fed, and you know Rozier's still there. Gordon Hayward, um, pretty, pretty uh, stackedish team. Like there's quite a bit of talent, um, and Lamelo is known as a facilitator, so I think he may end up passing more. Um, I was actually looking at the wrong ball. <laughs> oh God, but, uh, <laughs> the. Lonzo, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think Lamelo. Well, they're pretty similar stat lines. They do, they do. Um, but yeah, I think Lamelo will still be in this third round area. Um, he, sorry, so he does get like one and a half steals, which is definitely great. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see him cracking twenty this season. I think all the other stats will go up just a little bit. Good rebounder. For a point guard, but I don't know, man. The Charlotte situation is a little bit, a little bit fuzzy for me. But what, what do you think about that situation? Do you, do you think he's gonna get a lot of shots? Um, I'm just a little high on him for sure, but um, you know, I don't blame you for putting him down here at all. Uh, so yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, for uh, my. 32nd pick I went with uh, De'Aaron Fox um, now with Fox uh, you're, kind of, you're pretty much punting free throws uh, he takes a high volume amount of them and 71% he hurts you pretty badly uh, which is what I experienced last year uh, pairing him with Embiid and Trey Young or uh, Embiid, yeah, Embiid and Trey Young uh, I normally should have been winning those free throw categories, and he ended up uh, 
sinking them and losing them for me for a few weeks. So it kind of hurts mixing him with the wrong team. But yeah, in a punt free throw build, he's pretty amazing. Um, he gets you a ton of steals, a decent amount of threes, and a ton of assists, which you're usually lacking in uh, punt free throw builds. Um, and yeah, as a guard, like he's just really solid in the field goal category as well. So yeah, I think he belongs a bit higher, but he is somewhat build dependent, um, which I experienced firsthand last year. Um, for my pick 33, after Aaron Fox, I went with uh, Julius Randle. Uh, I know a lot of people are taking him uh, in the late second, even uh, early third round. Uh, and I get it. I see the stats. I just think he is going to take a bit of a hit from uh, Kemba Walker going there and Evan Fournier. Um, you know, he could maybe even become um, the second option, the third option, potentially, especially for some games, uh, which is kind of scary for drafting him this high. And it, it, he kind of came out of nowhere. Like, he had a, a big year last year, and I don't have full trust in him being able to repeat that. Um, but I still think he's worth a, a late third round pick. I think that's a good reason. Um, I, I guess the reworking of the Knicks team. Yeah, but I don't know. I think Randall's still number one option there. Yeah, he might He might be. He probably will and be then, early on. Sure. I, I feel like Kemba's going to be hurt a lot. Too, so. <laughs> yeah, those knees are scary. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad, though. I, I can see why. Um, my 33 pick, I have uh, De'Aaron Fox. Um, nice. Wow, I didn't I think, think he'd he... have him that high. No, yeah, I have him. He's uh, he's he's a great pick. Um, especially where the, this is like where the assists start really drying up, and uh, he's he's great here with uh, seven assists. Um, he's not not great at free throws, seventy one percent, kind of like a LeBronish. Um, but he has good field goals percentage. His threes are not bad, pretty good. Uh, for a point guard. Um. Clearly the number one option on that team, and he gets you one and a half steals. So, um, yeah, he, he definitely belongs up here. Um, and in my 34th pick, I have Brandon Ingram. Um, I think him and Zion are like the one, 1A, one 1B right now. Like, I want to say Brandon is still the number one option on that team just because Zion doesn't really get his own shot. But I think Brandon Ingram is still clearly a cornerstone for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, he's, he started hitting threes last season, like two, 2.3 threes. Uh, great free throw percentage, improved his field goal percentage, um, averaging over 20. And he has like five, blo- uh, five rebounds, five assists. The only thing lacking is his defensive stats. He, he gets like half a steal, half a block a game. So... Like I always say, if he, if he can bump that steal up to 1, 1.2 this season, um, I think he can move up a couple draft spots. It's just that he's never he's never done it. He's never been good defensively, fantasy-wise, um, ever. Like, every year, I'm like, oh, I wish he got like at least one steal or one block, but he's always kind of around this, like, 0.5, 0.5. So, have him down here at the 34. Yeah. Okay. 
Fair enough. Um, uh, my 34th pick, I went with Devin Booker. Um, Devin Booker, he's a points guy, pretty much. Um, but there's always the potential. Whenever CP3 misses games, his assists always shoot up because he comes becomes the main facilitator. Um, and he is a much better player in real life with Chris Paul there. But <laughs> fantasy-wise, uh, it doesn't do him any favors. He falls off quite a bit. Uh, just as over, like his counting stats don't really translate that well. Uh, which is, eh, but the points, you know, getting points, they're really starting to dry up at this point. So if you're, you know, low, low on points at this point, you can't really go wrong with them here. And then for my 35th pick, I have his teammate, uh, Aiton. I know Aiton got drafted pretty early last year. And he kind of ended up being a bust. Um, everyone thought he was going to take a step forward, uh, especially after the playoffs he had. And then he kind of didn't really do a whole lot. Um, but the bigs do kind of dry up pretty quickly. So I don't mind taking uh, him there. He still gets you a block, half a steal, uh, virtually no assists, like one is 1.4. And then uh, he doesn't really shoot threes either. So there are some holes in his game, but I think you can uh, fit him into certain rosters at this point if you need the rebounds and uh, efficiency and a little bit of blocks. So yeah, I know you're probably a little sour on Aiden after taking him last year in the third round. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm like just cringing just thinking about it. <laughs> I took him as the, uh, I think the first of the third round last season. Or end of the second, somewhere around there. And he was, like, the biggest bust. <laughs> he definitely screwed my entire season up. Um, not that I picked great, but, like, he was one of the reasons why this guy went on, like, a stretch of just, like, averaging 10 points or something. He was, don't get me wrong, he was getting a lot of rebounds. But, like, I feel like he's just a rebound specialist at this point. His blocks aren't consistent. Like, I feel like they're not reliable. He just gets, like, one. It's It's not sexy where... 80 will get you, like, five in a night or something. This guy, like, getting two is already, like, a miracle for this guy. <laughs> so, the, his loss, like, he's consistently a one-block guy, and uh, don't don't expect any, like, Miles Turner type of crazy nine-block game. Like, he, he won't get it. Man, this, I don't know, man. Like, he looked really good in the postseason, and I really thought Chris Powell would make do wonders for him uh, while he was there during the regular season. But, yo, honestly, he... He just like he he didn't move in the right direction. He yeah, he you'd just, think he'd get more alley oops for sure. Yeah, he's basically a just a rebound and block guy. He has he gets you nothing else. He's not great at free. He's all right. He won't kill you in the free throw position, but he's not great. He helped you with the field goal. So fourteen points is like it's all right. It's like nothing special. Um, like you said, no assists, no steals, and man that. Oh man, and he his butterfingers. If you watch him play, he's actually really not that great at catching the ball. He drops it sometimes. So <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I like I, I'm down on him this year. I, he he didn't. I was actually thinking of putting him in the third round, but uh, I don't think he deserves it to be honest. So he's not in my third round. Just FYI. I mean, he he did really well in the playoffs last year. So I mean, man. it might be the same story as last year where he did well in the playoffs and then. Kind of comes back in the regular season and does the same old stuff. Yeah. But there's yeah for upside. 
Yeah, there's definitely room, but after I had him, like maybe it's just my own bias. I just don't trust him. Yeah, that's fair. I just don't trust him. So uh, I, who's I your thirty fourth pick again? Oh, uh, Brandon Ingram. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you love your Ingram. Yeah. Uh, my thirty fifth pick is Chris Middleton. Um, he's he's very similar to Ingram except for he actually gets to steal, and uh, I think Middleton is very very consistent. Um, like you said, he does pop off when uh, Giannis is not there. Um, yeah, Milton's a great pick at the third round. He's he's not super sexy. He's very consistent for your team. He's very reliable. So, you know, there's not, not much more you can say about Milton. He is like the middleman right there, perfectly consistent. So I have him there. And then for my 36th pick, I have Rudy Gobert. Um yeah, Rudy Gobert is just kind of like he has to fit your build to be drafted. He's basically rebounds, field goals, and blocks. So I, I can see scenarios where you know he's avoided because of his bad free throw shooting, um, or if you're not trying to go after rebounds or blocks, he's pretty much useless to you. Um, but yeah, you know Rudy Gobert's. Like I said, he he could honestly he's like he's pretty fluid. I think you can pretty much get him anywhere in this round, to be honest. And it, like I wouldn't blame you if if fits your build. Um, that's kind of the only reason why I have him all the way at the bottom is because you know he's kind of really really build dependent. Value wise, he's he's great if you're going after those specific categories. Um, yeah, that's the end of the third for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I always have Gobert higher than you. I just... Yeah. You know, like those big men that get low points, I guess. Although... Yeah. Um. Yeah, for my last pick, I went Tobias Harris. Um, Mr. Jack of all trades. He is pretty much the same player every year. Uh, super, super efficient. Will not hurt you in any category. He almost gets a block and a steal. He's just under uh, a three. He hits a three a game. And then, um, you know... 19 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Again, he's kind of like Middleton, a little bit like Middleton, but um, not as good, I guess. I think there is a bit of room for improvement now that Simmons is looking like he will not be playing in Philly. But again, that's going to depend on what they get in return for Simmons. Uh, But yeah, I do think there is potential for... Tobias to have a bit better stats this year. You know, he won't climb too much higher than this rating, obviously. But, yeah, I like him here. He's a safe pick, safe third-round pick, and really will not do any damage to your team, which I kind of like those guys that just... They're more like roto players, I guess, but I kind of like building head-to-head teams that are super efficient just to help with uh, weeks that you don't have... Um, the games played in your favor, just because uh, at least you can still win those three categories and only lose six three on your worst weeks. So, yeah, I, I don't hate the pick. Um, I know every year he's usually like a solid fourth rounder. I, I've never seen him really crack the third until your ranking. <laughs> um, I, I can see it definitely without um, Ben Simmons there. I know I had him last season, and with Doc Rivers as his head coach, he definitely like took a step in the right direction. 
Um, yeah, he, he gets paid a lot of money, like I think $100 million, but he's like one of the most like average-ish, not average, but like he's not sexy, but he's not like bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I don't hate it. It's, it's a good pick. Um, but it was, I think last season, Gordon Hayward actually did better than him. So I'm like, I'm, I'm a little curious as to where you have Gordon Hayward in relation to Tobias. Mm-hmm. I know Hayward definitely was better than him last season at one stretch, but uh, I'm sure he makes your next round ranking. But Yeah, well, maybe we'll find out next episode if we end up doing the fourth round. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're usually a lot higher on Ingram than I am, too. That's another one. Uh, yeah, I don't like the lack of defensive stats too much. You're gonna regret taking Aiden there. <laughs> I might, sure. I might. I it was hard, but I'm hoping that they get him more involved this year, this season on the offense. It'd yeah, nice. We have a very uh, we have a similar list. I think most of the guys are there, like a couple here and there that are missing. But I think all in all, our list is. Contains the same players at least. Yeah, for the most part, um, they're usually reversed a bit. I don't have Irving yet. Yeah, that's a that's a big one though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> oh man, I got some. There's a next round is really interesting. Um, you can go a lot of different ways. I think that's where our our lists will probably start to differ a lot more. It's kind of where, yeah. where your team really is made around the fourth, fifth round, I find. Because the yeah, first three rounds are pretty much give like in snake draft, you're 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 getting the same players almost in every draft, depending on your the order you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it really starts to mix and match in the fifth, fourth, sixth round. Yeah, I think that's kind of where people start like. Uh... Reaching for guys to make the build better. Yeah. Yeah, you have an idea of where you're heading at that point. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, maybe next episode we'll have the uh, fourth round or, you know, let us know if you have any suggestions, if you'd rather hear, like, sleepers, um, bus picks, and we'll go from there. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next uh, episode. See you guys.